Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Ooh, what up, what up, and welcome back to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball, presented by Dugout Mugs. This is episode 115. I will be your host, Kyle Corwin. And I am here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Kyle. How about that new intro? Fire. Gets me hyped. Bro. I'm ready to go. Jerome. Shout out Jerome over at the Nats, a PA guy for the Nats. Coming up clutch. That's amazing. The like, big, I'm all about it. That's big time. It's professional. Yeah. Like this, it really is. This is an amateur hour. We're out here. Like, we're out here at the top of our game. We're out here. We, I mean, essentially, like, this is it. Like, this is this is the top of the mountain. Like, this is as far yeah. as we go. Yeah. No, but for real, shout out to Jerome. Uh, super nice guy. Said he's been doing this for the Nats for, like, 15 years. Uh, so, prior to this past season, I, I it'd be safe to say he's probably seen some, some pretty rough baseball. Some pretty disappointing baseball, but... Yeah, they were bad for he, a while. Uh, he survived, and yeah. here he is. Now it's worth it. Or now he's probably going to get a ring. Like oh, you said. I'm, I'm certain he's going to get a ring. I feel like, yeah. If he doesn't, that's a, that's a crime. He'll get something. He'll get something. Can we talk about how bad Rob Manfred is? Right into it, just straight in there, huh? Hashtag fire Manfred. He's terrible. The like, impeachment just has to start now. Like I. I knew he was terrible, but after watching this this latest interview with Carl Ravage, I'm like, do you even do like do you even know what your title is? Like, do you even know what what you're here for? I don't think he's aware of like that it's his decision, it's your decision on things, and you're saying if it's a perfect world. We could have done. What do you mean? If it's a perfect world, you're the one deciding. This is your world, Rob. You're deciding it. So, what do you mean? If it's a perfect world, no, none of that, bro. Like, there's you're just you're completely unplugged. You have no idea what's going on. No idea. Guy's a clown. I'm ready to rip into this guy. I really am. Because, like I said, at. He's had some some questionable moves, some questionable responses to things, but yeah, like you said, this this press conference or this sit down interview rather, one thousand percent demonstrated that he is just a one hundred percent walking hypocrite. Like yeah, he's a total contradiction of himself. And there was 100%. one there's there's one or two lines that we will be getting into that really just set me off but yeah where do we want to start we just want to start off with this because we got to we got to cover the the interview and we got to cover the postseason proposal which don't even get <laughs> don't even get me started on that i understand what's going on there um i just yeah i think we got to go we, we got to go right for it go right for it yeah all right so first of all not sure what I think this was ESPN's production, their little their little operation. Yeah, probably. First 
first take on the whole thing before the, the interview even started, they had the, the, I don't know what effect they were putting on the video, but they had everything all like blurry in the background and just weird things out of focus. And I'm like, all right, this is already <laughs> just terrible start. I don't, only you would notice that stuff. I, yeah, but I've got. I feel like I've it. got an eye for that stuff. But yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is already off to a bad start." And then he starts talking, <laughs> and it got worse. And it just it it certainly didn't get better, Nate. <laughs> let me tell you that he had a lot of a lot of things to say about the, this. Was exclusively regarding the uh, whole Astro scandal, as pretty much everything in the baseball world has been about recently. Yeah, uh, but like you said, that's what the people want to hear about. Yeah, and by the way, by the way, if you're an Astros fan, just turn it off right now because we Honestly, have, we have nothing yeah. good to say about the Astros. Yeah. And if you're a Rob Manfred fan, which I don't know why there would be one of those, if you're one yeah. of those, you might as well tune out as well because uh, we're not here for Rob Manfred. In fact, we're trying to get Rob Manfred out of the game. I really tried. I tried within these last couple years. To get on board with this guy, I really did. I'm officially off. I get what off did it. Board. What did it for you though? It couldn't have been this. You've been off board. You've been off board for a long time. Um, I mean, you but you you were one of the first people that wanted the baseball needs a new commissioner shirt. So yeah, I think the tipping point for me was probably. I think it was just the overall proposal of things that are happening now. So we're seeing things go into effect, like the the three batter three limit, batter minimum, yep, um, or three batter minimum with pitchers. Um, what was the other one? But I mean, there was a lot of it was like a like a long list of crap that he tried. He also went into this and a weird... couple things got approved. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was this long laundry list of just terrible ideas, and he's like, "Well, they're gonna they can't they can't reject all of them." Yeah, but he went into this weird push where he wanted to take the game from like three hours and three minutes to like two hours and 58 minutes just went into this weird obsession with trying to shorten the game by like four minutes and like 11 seconds. It was weird. Anyway, uh, I honestly can't even think of what did it for me or what point I turned on him, but it wasn't really much of a turn for me because I was never really for this guy because he just didn't give us any reason to really, yeah. Appreciate what he was doing or what he was trying to do. Yeah. Um but yeah, there was like I said all sorts of just junk throughout this entire interview. One of the one of the things that apparently is still catching uh catching flack to like this this day, this very minute is his comment uh about the World Series trophy calling it a piece of metal. Like guys are ripping into him. Mm. Yeah, ripping into him, and that's not good. It's not what you. It's not what you want to say. That is a thing, though. Like I said, these guys are ripping into him. But I actually tweeted out the other day. Although this whole scandal thing has created, or or rather, it's it's given the game uh, a temporary black eye. The w- one of the things that I I do appreciate about this whole situation is that it's really drawing out the personalities of these guys that we for yeah. so long have wanted to see. Yeah. But yeah. because the game shout out Rob Manfred has failed to market these players successfully, we've never been able to see it. 
or see yeah. the personalities. Yeah. I think that's, that's such an excellent point. I think, um, there's a reason why we see, we're seeing other leagues surpass the MLB. Um, as I mean, it's, it's represented in viewership for sure. But I mean, I remember, I remember when I was a kid, I don't know why this always stuck with me. I remember when I was a kid, I mean, we grew up watching so many players, but I remember like Miguel Tejada always stuck with me of watching him and I, and I would watch him and I never heard his voice. I never knew what he sounded like. And then when I was like towards the end of his career, I finally heard an interview of him talking and I was like, it's not what I would have expected. Same thing with like Robbins and Cano, like guys that you just, I don't, uh, it was something about the fact that I've been watching this player for so long and I have no idea what his voice sounds like. That's just a very small example as to how bad the MLB is marketing it, marketing their players. There's a reason the NFL is is just destroying the MLB in viewership. Um, it's not like that commissioner is doing anything that's great either. But we'll, I, I actually have a comparison to that later. But I think well, I saw this video on Twitter. It was the Family Guy clip where it shows Peter like circling this back alley with like a cat, and it was like. Rob Manfred and Roger Goodell, like <laughs> trying to figure out who's the worst commissioner. I mean, that kind of stuff just goes yeah. to show you how bad this guy is. Yeah, it's just it's not good. I think we've said it multiple times. He's he's doing whatever he can to put his stamp on the game. I think um, I think Bud Selig was one where there were a lot of people that didn't like him. But the overall consensus was is that he did okay. You know what I mean? Uh, I I don't see that at all. I don't know how this guy's going to save it. In fact, I think the whole Red Sox investigation being pushed back, that's because of how hot his water is right now. He is standing in hot water, and the game is pissed. And if he comes out with some BS low-key you know doesn't do anything punishment whatever it is with the Red Sox if there is in fact the same type of level of guilt um it's gonna be an uproar so I think that they push that back into the middle of the season just because now you can be distracted by games when when we come out with this decision now you'll be distracted by it being in the middle of the season Versus the offseason where we got nothing else to talk about. Uh, the Red Sox thing. I, I, mean, I, I don't see it being as bad. No, I really don't. It, which, in a way, kind of puts Manfred in a tight spot because it's like people are just lumping, unfairly in my opinion, lumping the Red Sox and the Astros together. Even though it is widely known that what the Astros did was just far worse. Mm-hmm. They're lumping both teams together, and I think what ha- what's going to happen is when the report comes out or the investigation results are revealed, he's going to essentially be like, well, here's a little slap on the wrist, which would, in my opinion would be a more appropriate response to the situation than what he, how he handled the Astros situation. Sure. And then, like you said, he's just the hot water is just going to get to be too much. Yeah, it's just it's an overwhelming level at this point. I think when you don't have the support – of the premier players in your game, 
Those are, these are big names coming out and saying things. These are household names coming out and saying things about the dude that's at the top of your organization. Not a good look. Not a good look. And getting back to that that uh, piece of uh, the interview where he was talking about the World Series trophy being a piece of metal. Uh, just just so everybody's aware of what it, what he said. He said the idea of, of an asterisk or asking for a piece of metal back seems like a futile act. People will always know that something was different about the 2017 season. And whether we made that decision right or wrong, we undertook a thorough investigation and had the intestinal fortitude to share the results of that investigation, even when those results were not very pretty. Rob, if you had the intestinal fortitude, <laughs> like you so claim, the punishment would have been a little more steep than what it yeah. was. Yeah. I think it's uh, it's very upsetting to hear piece of metal. I think that's tough, man. That's really hard to hear. Uh, I yep. think... That was and hard for just, some players to hear. I got some got some it, comments from some guys. It just shows that it, it, there's. I think there's some some things in athletes, and I, I'm sure there's a lot of our listeners that are either current or former athletes that understand that that grind is a little different. Um, what you work for and what you put in to earn is a little different. Not saying that the working class isn't an equal amount of grind, but I think there's something about an athlete, a competitor, that there's a reason we're always athletes. There's a reason I'll, I'll always be an athlete. Um, and it's because of we, we understand. Like, what, Why did we start playing this game when we were four or five years old? It's to earn the top spot. And when you diminish what that means, that's bad. You know what I mean? When you diminish the the top thing that you can earn in our game that way, just by calling it a, a hunk of metal, you don't get it, man. You really don't. Sean Doolittle said, it bothered me. I hated it. It made him sound really out of touch. Couldn't agree more, Sean. That's the holy grail of our sport. That's what we show up for in the beginning of February thinking about and working towards. I just can't believe how out of touch that is. You're the commissioner of our game. You're the steward of this game. That's a really special thing. It's an iconic symbol of our game. Please don't say that. This is the key. This is the key part of the quote. Please don't say that even offhand, even tongue-in-cheek. Like, that. That's that's the part that hopefully doesn't get swept under the rug, uh, that particular piece of that quote. Yeah. That is a great point in that... It shows you, it kind of, it almost reveals Rob Manfred's like subconscious. Like he, you know, he's always alert as to what he's saying. Yeah. Because he's always got the spotlight on him. So he's, he's fully conscious of what he's saying. But the fact that he even slip, like that shouldn't even be something that you just slip up and say. Nope. Like that nope, can't nope, be, nope. That, that can't just be a thing where it's like, oh, I made a mistake because nope. calling it something like that really goes to show you how out of place you are in the current role that you have. Like that yeah. is unacceptable for the commissioner of baseball. Yeah. John Lester's uh, quote is, it's pretty solid too. That's somebody who has never played our game. You play for a reason. You play for that piece of metal. 
I'm very proud of the three that I have. If that's the way he feels, he needs to take his name off the trophy. Oh, yeah. 100%. Facts. Love it. Facts. Love it. And Justin Turner kind of piggybacked off that. He said, I don't know if the commissioner has ever won anything in his life. Maybe he hasn't. But the reason every guy's in this every guy in this room, the reason every guy's working out all offseason and showing up to camp early and putting in all the time and effort is specifically for that trophy, which, by the way, is called the commissioner's trophy. So for him to devalue it the way he did yesterday just tells me how out of touch he is with the players in this game. At this point, Justin, preach it, brother, preach it. At this point, the only thing devaluing that trophy is that it says commissioner on it. Love it. Love it. I mean, these are got like you said, these are these are not these are big names. These are not twenty fifth man on the roster type names. Nope. These are big names. Yep. 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 Which these are it's ironic. It's ironic that we're finally hearing from these guys when this whole time we've been begging Rob Manfred and the league to market these guys. And he's the reason they're finally ironically, he's the reason that we're finally hearing from these guys. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. It's bad, man. Um, Like you said, this is what it takes for us to hear this side of players. Um, I think it's, I think it's awesome that they're coming out. I think it's great. Um, and what we're going to see is just the same reaction you and I have. We're, we're going to see fans. You're going to see the MLB realize that the fans are behind the players. They're not behind the business. They're behind the players. So if you're disconnected with the players, you're disconnected with the fans. And that's that's strongly represented in all of this interview, all of these quotes are showing that you're dis- when you're disconnected with the players and what they think, you're just dis- you're disconnected with this game. So stop treating it like a business uh, at a certain point when you're in an interview. Be real, be human, and just recognize that your your game is is in trouble right now. No other way to say it. The game's in trouble. Yeah, he, as I've kind of mentioned before, could not care about the the players less, could not care about the future of the game less. He is simply, I'm convinced the only reason he still has a job is because he is in bed with all 30 owners, Yeah, regardless if they want to admit it or not, because these ideas that he proposes and... Obviously, we're talking Astro scandal here, but I'm just talking big picture. Yeah. Everything that he does revolves around, like you said, revolves around the business thing. This play, this playoff proposal, it's not what people want, but no. it's a cash grab. Yeah. And that helps these owners. Yeah. People can say, well, it helps the players because it it provides more players on more like additional teams, more playoff bonuses. If that's the case, then tell me why you have players such as Trevor Bauer coming out and just ripping this to shreds. Yeah. If this, if this benefits the players so much, and if this is so focused on the players, yeah. why are they ripping it to shreds? Yeah, and, and your playoff bonuses are going to go down now because 
the chances you're getting in the playoffs are greater. So, yeah, I <laughs> that's it, that's not a good argument. It, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Well, you know, I mean, organizations would lower those bonuses, right? So get out of here. Doesn't that's not sense. it. What, what are we? It's doing? Not it. What are we doing here? Yeah, not to get off on a tangent, but I'm just talking big picture. Everything that this guy does is focused on or centered around leaving his name, leaving mm-hmm. his mark yep. with no regard for the future or the word he likes to use, integrity of the game. Uh, another another quote line from this, this uh, interview with Carl Ravage that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Well, I mean, the whole interview rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> uh, he was talking about the Astros and how essentially what their status is right now. And I, again, don't think he could have been more out of touch with reality. He said, I understand people's desire to have the players pay a price for what went on here. I think if you want the players, I think if you watch the players, watch their faces when they have to deal with this issue publicly, they have paid a price to think that they're skipping down the road into spring training happy that's just a mischaracterization of where we are. Wrong. Wrong on every level. Because we're not we're not seeing you're just seeing Astros players go in defense mode. And even and, even in even when they are apologetic, it's so insincere. Yeah, 100%. You, you, nobody can <laughs> nobody can convince me that any apology that has been made with maybe the exception of like a Marwin Gonzalez, which even that was a little dicey, mm. a little dicey. But you get what I'm saying. That was even questionable. So you're going to tell me Bregman, Altuve, Correa, what are we doing? Correa has gotten, gotten to this point of just, what are, I think he said the other day he's done talking about it. Nah, bro. <laughs> this is day three. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. You, got, you got some time. Spring training is going to last started. a while. Yeah, um, I will say I, I I do regret taking down that quote of yours from a while back about the the whole finger gun thing. Do you remember how many people came to his defense? Oh yeah, and we're just like, but this is what I'm talking about, man. I think there's certain things that are just we we can't shake off. There's certain things that certain players do that really tells you about their character, and I think when it comes to there's a fine line between respecting the game and and having fun. Respecting the game means respecting your opponents. Having fun means let's just be me. There's a level of cockiness that has just been all over these Astros for the last three years. And I feel like I've been the only one that's absolutely freaking hated it. And of course, it's because, you know, obviously it's because the Yankees have taken those L's against the Astros, and it's hard to swallow. But now all that all that cockiness is just is I, fake. I can built up. Like I can look back and I think we actually talked about this recently. I can actually look back at those pictures of like Bregman with the four fingers and the whole stare down thing and Altuve dancing, like that stuff doesn't bother me anymore because I was like, you all are just a load of frauds. Yeah. Like, honestly, it doesn't impress me whatsoever. Yeah. It's, it's really not like you. 
You didn't do it. Didn't earn it. So whatever, man. You guys, you guys think you're out of the woodwork. You think out of the woodwork. You think you're out of the woods. Um, but I mean, this is week one of of questions, and I love love seeing how impatient they've already gotten. Just shows me how ill-informed and ununified this organization is. Very ununified. There needed to be a clear picture of what we need to represent going forward. So when the owner came out and had that ridiculous interview or press conference, whatever that that, was. They had like the doors closed meeting to like – address how they were going to approach figure the situation. out their apologies and then that's what they came out with it was bad it was bad owners coming out saying you know we didn't do anything to change the outcome of 2017 didn't impact yeah, the did. game well yeah, i didn't did. i didn't say it didn't impact the game <laughs> you did 30 seconds ago so i don't understand what it's going to take but i mean that just looks at your organization there's a lot of there's been finger pointing all over the place. AJ Hinch won't answer a question. Whatever your GM's name is, whatever country he's hiding out in right now, didn't want to take any any credit for any of these decisions. So, I mean, I what more can you do as an organization? You got to turn the leaf. You got to change the 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 script here a little bit. But no, true colors are being showed. I've been pointing out these true colors, and everyone thrashed me on Instagram. Got all over me. But now you're seeing these true colors. And don't go like, oh, this has nothing to do with the finger guns. Yes, not directly, but it has to do with the character of these players. I think when you have this level of cockiness, and it's and it's from, it's like Space Jam, man. When all the aliens touched the ball and stole the powers and like got all huge. And then they dwindled back down at the end of the movie. I want to see these dudes dwindle back down. A plus comparison. Great movie. First a plus. You know what yeah. else is a plus Nate? Eh. Which way am I going to go here? I could go one of two ways. I think you're going to go manscaped. You know what? I think you're right because yeah. Also have to acknowledge, did I acknowledge last episode that the promo code has been squared away? We got it fixed. Did I mention that last last episode? No. Okay. Promo code works. Do it. So everybody can rest easy now. Promo code, well, I'll get to that. Nate. Kyle. Kyle. You, You good? We've linked up with our friends over at Manscaped to give you, our listeners, the opportunity to enhance your personal grooming experience. With Manscaped, you have access to a variety of products that will help keep your baseballs clean (laughs) and your infield grass looking pristine. Not to mention, after more than 18-plus months of research and development, the new Lawnmower 3.0 has just been finalized and comes with a ton of great features including an advanced skin-safe replaceable blade, a 7,000 RPM motor, a lithium-ion rechargeable battery with a rapid charging dock, an LED light that illuminates the trimming area for a safe and precise job, and a (laughs) diamond-textured no-slip grip. Killing it. No-slip grip. 
Manscaped also has body wash, anti-chafing ball deodorant, boxers, nail kits, and more, all of which make you cleaner and better smelling. You, yes, you, can get 20% off your order at Manscaped, plus free shipping when you use promo code, which is correctly working, DTD20. DTD20 at manscaped.com. Again, take 20% off your entire order with promo code DTD20 at manscaped.com. Honestly, just get on it, truthfully. And if there's any ladies out there listening, I'm sure it works great for you guys too. All right. Let's, I mean, let's not get give it too, a shot. Let's not get too deep into this conversation. Why not? Why not? But yes, I agree. Get on it. <laughs> uh, back to this interview. Um, Rob Manfred on what he thought was the biggest impact or quote unquote punishment from this whole thing. The public airing of what went on here is a form of discipline and maybe the most powerful deterrent in anything we did here. I don't agree. Yeah. This falls, this falls right in line with the whole skipping down the road thing where it's like, yeah, he wants to think that the Astros feel bad about what happened. Has anybody turned in their ring yet? Has anybody offered to turn in the trophy? Or as Rob Manfred calls it, that piece of metal? No. So do you really think the Astros are thinking, ah, you know what? This this public response just, it's really making me wonder if if this World Series is worth it. They don't care. Nah. They, they got could theirs. not care less. They got theirs. I wouldn't care either. But, I mean, truthfully, I heard this question when all of this stuff came out um, on MLB Network. Someone asked if these players will be looked at differently come Hall of Fame ballot. I got to say, I got to say, yeah. I gotta say they're gonna be looked a little bit uh, I think, off. I think once the the true impact of this is felt after a number of years, like obviously way down the road, once mm-hmm. the time comes for these these guys to be evaluated, I think then we'll be able to look back and really we'll have we'll have more perspective. Is what I'm trying to say. We'll yeah. be able to look at this situation in its entirety and really recognize just how criminal this was like we, we feel that way now but i think when it comes time to look at these guys we're going to look at them very is this a hot take we're going to look at them very similarly to like the way that we look at bonds and clement and guys like that yeah yeah no i agree this is the same this is the same thing um but i will say not to cut you off in defense like Listen, listen up, because you'll never hear me say this again. In defense of the guys that use steroids, or any PEDs for that matter, you still have to be able to hit the ball. Yeah, they didn't know a pitch was coming. They didn't know a pitch was coming. Sure, they had a little, little bit extra juice to get it out wherever they were trying to get it to, but they didn't know what pitch was coming. Yeah. So, I mean, say what you will about the PED users... Now that I think about it, don't really think it's that much of a hot take to say that we're going to be viewing these guys in a similar fashion. Yeah, no, I agree. If not, because worse. I've I've seen I, I love this post that I've seen multiple times on social media where it was uh, 
We still talk about the Black Sox. We still talk about Pete Rose. We still talk about the steroid era. Long after those have passed, this is is another chapter. This is another era that we're going to be talking about for a long time. And these... This team and these players are always going to be attached to it. Always. And to be with that ideology, maybe that is what Manfred is okay with. Maybe that's why he's saying, you know, there isn't going to be punishment on these players. Maybe that is enough punishment. I think what bugs me is that I'm always going to say it's going to be the opportunity that they still have. They still have the opportunity. If you're not stripped of your opportunity, if you can't be stripped of your title, you need to be stripped of your opportunity. I think the words I think the words you used were severely hindered or something along those lines. Severely hindered in some way. And I don't know what that is. I don't I don't I, I really don't know. Well, the the tweet that keeps going around in response to this is some, I think it's some soccer team over in Europe or something. I yeah. couldn't tell you the first thing. Yeah. I don't even yeah. know what they did, but they got banned for, what, two years? Yeah. And everybody's looking at baseball being like, uh, you all going to get with the program or? Perfect. That works for me because you know why? Because if you're George Springer, if you're Carlos Correa, if you're these big names with this organization, if you're prospects, I want out. We can't get to the postseason because of what we did as an organization. I want out. And that's how it's hindered. So it's multiple ways. You're one, you can't, you're not going to win a hunk of metal in these next two years. But two, these players are not going to want to stick around. And I think that's the future of their organization would be significantly affected. And I think that is a is a an appropriate punishment because there is no punishment for the organization. You're still going to be pretty good this year. You're still going to succeed. You're still going to have a very good chance of getting into the playoffs. And you know, your prospects are going to be excited to get to the next level and kind of keep moving along. But if you were to go with a playoff ban for two years, I want out. Get me out of here. Whichever think, way you can. I think the fans would agree with you, Nate. There wouldn't be many uh, butts and seats. 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 You're gonna go with two ad reads before I get mine. Seems to be the uh, yeah the usual. Seems Nate, let me tell you about our friends over at SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the answer to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you yes. have plans of friends or family to an upcoming game or concert? You have to worry about it. Or. Are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concerts, shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user SeatGeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code DTD at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. It's all you got to do to save some of that. Cold, hard, crispy, crunchy cash. That thing that Rob Manfred is out to get. Yeah, in paper. Enter promo code DTD at checkout. Um, more about what you said 
when you talked about Bauer because he went off. Um, and I loved his little, I think it was like a three-minute video, just him sitting there going off. Who is That guy's growing on me. He bugs me. He's kind of weird socially. Bro, yes. But good Lord, he has grown on me. Yes. Because he's just, think- he's real. I was thinking he's, the same thing. He's cutting it straight. Um, and, I, I mean, we can all look at the weird things he's done emotionally, you know, launching the ball over center field because he's pissed at the way he was playing. He got kicked out of the game and showed up in the bleachers in right field Seats. with a backpack on. So I think, I mean, he's, he's kind of strange. But I can't disagree with anything he said. I can't disagree with any of it. I think um, a well, lot of decisions need to be changed. And I think one one name, and again, this is probably going to come off biased, but one name that I would really be okay seeing in the commissioner's seat is Joe Torrey. I'm okay with that. Player, manager, you've been in the, the front office now for a while for the MLB. What are you gonna? What what's your what's your hating on? If he makes a decision, what are you hating on? Because he's not disconnected. He was a player. He understands this game. He's he's lived through eras. I mean, we're talking probably five decades of of this game that he's experienced. I think that would be a perfect name to hop into that seat eventually. Seat. Uh, some more trash from this just terrible interview. Shout out. Shout out uh, Carl Ravage though. Always a always a stud. Baseball tonight. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Quick moment of silence. Mm. Web gems. Moment of silence for web gems. <laughs> Some more trash from this just terrible interview. Um, one of the things. <laughs> this was. Mm, Nate, this was the one that got me. Is this the one that got me? Yes. Uh, makes my skin crawl. Rob Manfred, in response to the question of whether or not stripping the title was a realistic option for him, his response it had never happened in baseball. I'm a precedent guy. I'm just going to let that sink in for a quick second. Let's run it back. I'm a precedent guy. I'm a precedent guy. I'm not saying you always follow precedent, but I think you ought to start by looking back at the way things have been done. You have to have a really good reason to depart from that precedent. What is your good reason, Rob? Money? You've always departed from the precedent. You've always ignored the way things have been done. That's the thing. He never departed from the precedent because he was never tied down to any precedent. He came in guns blazing right from the start. Ready to change stuff right away. He had that rubber stamp ready to go. What it's a such clown. a contradiction. Such a contradiction. You've you've wanted to change so much. You've wanted to change so many things. 
And now you're saying, let's look at the way things have been done. No, man, this has never been done. So what are you talking about? What are we looking at? This has never been done. You're, you're, we're, we're looking at a new tarnishment on this game that you That's can't just. That's not a word. Tarnishment. Mm, tarnish. Is it a, is it a word? I want to go with it. I let's, think I'm going to ride it. Let's, I'm going to ride that let's one. Let's pull it up. I'm going to ride tarnishment. If it's not, we're going to go with it. I like it. Tarnishment. I'm going to ride it. Yeah, let's let's ride with it. Tarnishment. Uh, it sounds good. A lot better than what has been spewing out of this guy's mouth. You can't you can't treat it like it's the same, dude. You haven't we haven't done this before. This is new territory. Exactly. For so, a guy that always tries to shake things up, why not yeah. be the guy to strip the title? Yeah. I don't think he was prepared for this backlash. And um I know we talked about how I think Houston is rallying around this and players are going to rally around this and kind of use it as a chip on their shoulder. But I am, I'm loving the overall agreement with the rest of the league. All these players are on this, on the same side, Justin Turner, John Lester, Aaron judge. These guys have come out and talked LeBron James, LeBron James. We're, I mean, this is, this is big. And I think it's cool seeing the rest of the league rally around this. And I think you're looking at your most hated team of 2020. Oh, hands down. I put out that tweet the other day. Yeah. Where, what was it? Boone like sits down and was like, (laughs) or whatever. I'm like, there's so much, there has been such a weight lifted off that man's shoulders. He's, he's, he's chilling now. He's chilling. Yeah, but uh, no the the thing kind of going off of what you were saying, the thing I love about this whole thing is that despite Manfred's uh, warnings and memos about the whole retaliation thing, which by the way he did address that in the in the interview, he said it's not. He goes, it's simply not appropriate to express whatever frustration you may have growing out of the Astros situation by putting someone physically at risk by throwing at them. It's just not acceptable. My problem with that, Rob Manfred, why are we concerned about the welfare all of a sudden of the Houston Astros when for this entire scheme, Mm -hmm. they had no regard, really, because of your ruling on this situation, it shows that neither the Astros nor you have any regard for the careers of these guys that were derailed. You're hearing about the lawsuits. Right. You're hearing about right. guys coming Lost out being wages. like, what do you, like, yeah. you essentially ruined my career. Yeah. It may not have been a physical injury, that, but it, it is. it was career-threatening and career-altering for a lot of opponents. Right, and that's what I'm saying. He's He's putting all this all this emphasis and focus on protecting the Houston Astros from this retaliation that quite honestly, I'm pretty sure that all of the rest of the league and all of the fans want to see. Cause I mean, if we're not going to settle this at the table, mm-hmm. it's going to turn into the wild, wild West real quick. Let's do it. Why not? 
And so I'm just not understanding why all of a sudden he wants to protect his little Houston Astros, but could not care less about the well-being of these other guys. Yeah. So. Yeah, 100%. I think there's, I mean, who who knows if Trevor Bauer would be a Cincinnati Red right now if the Astros didn't cheat. I mean, that dude gave up some pretty insane home runs and pitched some pretty bad games against them with the Cleveland Indians. So now we're talking, it's just, and that's just an example. We're not talking about the smaller name guys, the non-household name guys that probably got sent down after certain performances against the Astros and are, haven't gotten a shot to come back up. Um, you, you've, you've changed the game. This changed the game. And I mean game. I don't mean the MLB. You you changed the game. When I hear reports of Little Leagues saying we're no longer going to have Astros teams, agree with it or don't, but you've changed the game. And you've brought such a negative, uh, such a negative view from people that, I mean, we're having people commenting on, on, on this that aren't even a part of our game. Yeah, this has just been a mess from start to finish. I mean, like we like we already talked about, I mean, you've got guys like Cody Bellinger, Aaron Judge, Trevor Brower, Chris Bryant, all coming out being saying, I thought the punishment was weak. Uh, mm-hmm. Judge, I don't think the World Series title holds any value. Trevor Brower, I'm not going to let them forget the fact that they're hypocrites, they're cheaters, they've stolen a lot from other people. Chris Bryant, Chris Bryant of all people, coming out and saying something. Yeah. Saying, what a disgrace. Just watching their apology. There's no sincerity. I mean. Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Our guy. The main guy. The the true commissioner of baseball. Yeah. This is his league. Yeah. Mike Trout comes out and says, says, they cheated. I don't agree with the punishment. I lost respect for some of those guys. Later said, going up to the plate, knowing what's coming. That would be a lot of fun, bro. If Mike Trout knew it was coming, just it's over. <laughs> it's over. Everybody else, just go home. Take your boys. Whoever's playing home. third, please scoot back. Six yeah, feet. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like I said. There's there's names coming out saying things. Nick Markakis. Yeah. Saying that every guy over there needs a beating. Yeah, I love it. Truthfully, I mean, this is this game is going to police itself, and, and warnings are not. Warnings or not, these dudes are going to get thrown at. They're going to get slid into. And it's going to be uh, – I think it's worth it. I th- I do. I'm sorry. But you're – if there was any type of, like you said, sincerity in these apologies from any of these main players, it would make me think twice. But there isn't. There's zero sincerity because Correa was sorry for about 30 seconds. He had a 30-second apology, and now he's just – tearing people down. Bellinger came out and said that Altuve stole the MVP from Judge in 2017. Uh, Correa comes out and just says, apparently Bellinger, something like he doesn't know how to read or he doesn't understand or he has no idea what the facts are. It's like... You need to know the facts. It's like... Okay. Clearly so what know. facts do we do we not know, Correa? Because I thought we had all the facts. Are you saying there's more behind the curtain? This is not good, man. It's not good, and I'm I might throw a bet on on the over for a number of Astros players that are going to get hit this year. 
think it was 83 or something like that. 83 and a half, yeah. Oh, easy over. I'll take the over. I mean, the, easy over. to give you reference, I think the season average is somewhere in the 60s for a team. So I think I saw the Mets had something in the over range last year. So it's not it's not yeah. a question. I'll take the over because, I mean, I, I don't care, man. This is – and for those who don't quite understand the, the policing itself – a lot of times these acts aren't done directly by those players. It's support of your teammates. So if someone says, you know, steak dinner's on me if you can put one in Altuve's ribs kind of thing in the clubhouse, you better believe the dude on the bump's going to do it because that's what, that's what it is. You're doing it for your guys. So I think it is the league against the Astros right now. And say what you, I mean, who knows how it's going to affect the Astros season. I don't really care. I don't think anyone really cares, but I don't want to, I don't want to see any celebrations. I don't want to see any, any highlights on Instagram in the middle of the season of a walk-off by an Astros, but I don't want to see that. You guys are the enemies right now. And it's, it's because of what you did to the game. So you suck. Rob Manfred sucks. Truth. It's kind of the overarching theme here. Could have, could have really, really affected positively. Really redeemed himself. Yeah, but he didn't. Wrong moves. Wrong moves being made. How long do you think Rob Manfred has a job? I don't know. What did the, I don't know what that contract looks like. Do you have contracts? Is there like a, I think I, he got an extension not too long ago, didn't he? I think as long as he continues, as we've already talked about, I think as long as he continues to make his owners money, he'll be untouchable. Which is sad. It's very, very sad. Yeah. Because we can sad. sit here. I was thinking about this the other day, driving in the car. I was like, we can sit here and make content and record podcasts about how much Rob Manfred sucks and what he's doing to the game and make all sorts of jokes and one-liners. But like, this is a very serious thing. Yeah. Like the things that he is proposing to do and will likely propose in the future are going there's no other way to say it they're going to destroy this game Mm -hmm. he is trying to do things he's trying to achieve things that don't need to be done like he's trying to reach people that don't need to be reached he's trying to alter the format of the game and the way it's played Mm-hmm. when it doesn't need to be changed. He's trying to make games five minutes shorter when the people that watch the games could not care less if it's an extra five minutes. He's yeah. going to destroy this game, and if people do not wake up to that reality, baseball will look very different in, I don't know, a very short amount of time. Yeah, I'd say less than 10 years. Yeah. 
It is sad. You know what else is sad? Not ordering dugout mugs. People don't have a dugout mug. That's what's sad. There's people out there that don't have that. That's sad. You know? So I just, I'm going to, I mean, I'm, I'm going to, I'm tearing up right now. Just, I'm going to help him out a little bit. Just a little. We're still doing that giveaway, right? Yes. Yeah. I reached out to them this week. Hope to have those soon. Still going to figure out what the giveaway is going to be. We're still going to figure out, yeah, how the competition is going to work or whatever. But, yeah, we're still going to give these away. Dugout mugs. Drinking from a baseball bat sounds wild, but what's more wild than that is not using a dugout mug to do it. Dugout mugs are personalized gifts for players, coaches, and fans. You can kick back with a beverage in a barrel that's got your name on it. A barrel, an actual barrel. I have two of them. I'm telling you. It's legit. Or maybe you want one with your favorite MLB team's logo on it. Or a trash can. Ooh. I bet you their Astros dugout mugs sales have severely dropped. Yeah, I think we should get one. Or maybe on the flip side, maybe they've gone way up. Astros fans trying to figure out a way to get through this 2020 season. Trash can. Get trashed. (laughs) Are you in marketing or something? I I might be. I don't know. Uh, Where were we? Or do you have a business that's got a logo you want to slap on there? Dugout Mugs has all the bases covered. They don't just stop at mugs either. From their wind-up mugs, it's wine, it's in grape juice, to their bat knob shot glasses. They've got all the perfect gifts for the baseball fanatic in your life. As the new presenting sponsor, not that new, but as the presenting sponsor of the 3 Take, that's us, Dugout Mugs wants to help you not that save new. some of that cold, hard cash we're always talking about. All you got to do is visit dugoutmugs.online forward slash... DTD, enter promo code DTD, save 10% off your order. That's dugoutmugs.online forward slash DTD, promo code DTD. Bang. Dugout mugs. Go get them. So I really wanted to talk about this postseason proposal, but. Nah. I mean. We, it's, I don't even know if it's worth talking about. We're waiting. It's not going to happen. Uh, bro, I'm telling you. I. As much as I hate to say it, I really think it is. Or some version of it. Mm. Quick rundown. I'll get just give a quick rundown because we still got DMs. We gotta buzz through those. Basically, there's gonna be a live television show, and I'm like paraphrasing. Live television show during I think it's like that Sunday, like the Sunday after the season ends. Uh where Two teams from each league will have the ability to select their first-round opponents. The number of playoff teams will in each league will increase from five to seven. So we're going to have 14 teams of the 30. Nate, that like if you're doing the math over there, that's like almost 50% mm. of the league in the postseason. Mm. With the wild card round expanding from a one game playoff to a best of three series, I can't be as hard on the postseason proposal. I'm okay as, with that. As I was with the Carl Ravitch interview, mm-hmm. there are I will admit there are aspects of it that I like. 
or not that I like, but that are tolerable. I don't hate the three game series. I don't hate it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I, really, anything you do with the wild card is going to be exciting. Yeah, because that's the nature of the wild card game. Yep. 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 So, I mean, do whatever you want. Just like keep the wild yeah. card game exciting. Um, apparently, uh, we kind of already touched on it. This could go into effect as early as the 2022 season is what the reports are saying. Uh, so basically, you're going to have half the league in the yeah. season. What is that? A lot of things are going to be affected. Um, I think you're going to see a less exciting trade deadline every year because there's going to be more teams believing that they have a shot to get in. Well, I mean, you could argue that it would be a more exciting trade deadline because you I think there's going to be more more teams that are on the bubble that think, hey, maybe let's try to pull something off here. Uh, I no, I think there's going to be less moves. For me, that's less exciting. Less moves happening. Um. Other than that, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just crazy. How long is this going to last? When are, when is this supposed to start? We're going to start this in August? What are we doing? It's going to take forever. No, apparently it doesn't extend the season by a single day is what I'm hearing. So yeah. I don't know how we're going to cram all this in there, but apparently yeah. it's... No off days. You wonder why guys get busted for PEDs. Yeah. They don't get any off days. They never get time to recover. They got to find some way of recovering, so they take some roids. Not to mention one of the parts that I don't like about this proposal, one of many, uh, this proposal would eliminate game 163s because they would transition to a new process of using the season series between clubs to break ties. Whatever. We could go into this a lot deeper, but (laughs) we've already... (laughs) Exhausted. <laughs> We've already exhausted the whole Rob Manford thing, and yeah. you all got the picture. Ultimately, nothing that he proposes is any good. Is any good? Hashtag Fire Manfred. Uh, let's like, can we like zoom through these DMs? Zippity zoom. Like very, very literally, zoom through these. Betty asks, if you were commissioner, how would you have disciplined the 2017 Astros? I don't know. I've gone back and forth. I know not many episodes ago I said, uh, I'm not about stripping the title because then what do you do? Like, give it to the Dodgers? No. But I would be for just leaving the season vacant. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason I'm back on the side of maybe stripping this, stripping the title is because of how they've handled it. Like, seeing all these interviews and the comments that Correa and guys like this have made, it's all hindsight, obviously. Mm-hmm. But just seeing how they've handled it, I'm like, you guys don't deserve the World Series. I'm sorry. No. Even if yeah. you handled it well, they they didn't deserve it, but certainly yeah. don't deserve it after the way you just totally. So you're saying strip it. And nobody gets it. Yeah. I'm not cool. going to hand it to the Dodgers. I'm not. Yeah, as love as much as I love my playoff ban, it's tough for you know those players who did do things that are no longer in the organization. Yeah, um, whether they're retired or playing for another team. Yeah, that's a large net uh, net to cast. 
it is it is large. Um, I don't think you want to affect other teams negatively. Um, I think the stink of it hopefully polices itself because Beltron is now jobless, Cora is now jobless, and those are things that definitely affected other organizations. So who knows? But yeah, I, I would say playoff ban. Not allowing the Astros to go to just one season. It's fine with me. Jalen asks, with all the Astros' punishment or lack thereof, do you think there was a way to get the facts about what happened without giving players immunity if they gave info? Without giving players immunity. In other words, was there another way to get the information you're looking for? without giving the players a free pass. Um, I don't know. With this being such a player-driven scheme? Exactly. I think it's interesting that all of this, I just thought about this recently. I think it's crazy that all of this was brought into the light from Mike Fires, who's a pitcher, obviously. Somehow, every other pitcher in that organization has played dumb, including Garrett Cole. I had no idea what happened. Just Verlander's under a rock somewhere. Dude hasn't said anything. Where has he been? Crazy. Crazy. Uh, Eric asks, could the Astros' attitude really affect their performance this year as a team offensively? I was going to say this earlier in the episode, but, dude, I'm thinking this is going to affect them a little more than we're thinking. Because... I mean, just like you said, day three, day four, and we're already jumping in defense mode. And yeah, like you're already getting pissy. This, this is going to be a long season. Which reminds me, is it too late to uh, take a mulligan on those 2020 divisional picks? Nope. I think you're good. I'm gonna have to think about it and come back. Get back to that. Yeah. Get back on. uh, Get back to you on next episode. Um. But yeah. I think very much so, yes. Yeah, I agree. I think um, it's definitely going to change things. It's definitely going to weigh heavy on them, hopefully soon. Um, and again, that's why I, I kind of understand what Manfred's saying about they're not you know, skipping down the road. They're not happy. They're not free and clear. This will affect them for a while. And no, I mean, already... I think this is a double-edged sword. Like, you've got the yeah. – you still got your rings, but you still have to deal with this on a yeah. daily basis. That's what's awesome. Part of me, oh, I would really, really love to go to New York City and go to the first time the Astros visit this year and just listen to them be dumped with booze. You trying to go? I'll go. Oh, no, those, just, those have to be sold out. I'd... Just doused Oof. in hatred. Ooh, Bronx hatred is amazing. I would love to do that. Uh, Rodolfo says the app, well, I mean, asks, technically he asks. Oh, yes. The Astros will lead the league in hit by pitches? Question mark. Ah, that's not a question. That's terrible type work by yours truly. Yeah. Rodolfo says the Astros will lead the league. So no question mark. Correct. No question mark. I'm I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) Thomas asks. How do you think fans will look at baseball if the Red Sox are found to have cheated in 2018? 
Next question. Murray asks, no. <laughs> no, I mean, you want me to answer it? it's it's not good. It's, it's not good. It's not going to be good, but I think that's why this I don't there's nothing wrong with the investigation. There's nothing wrong. This is timing. They no. got to let some they got to let this cool down a little bit before I'm they release it. No, I'm convinced it's because there's a lack of evidence. Uh, it's very it's very likely a combination of the two, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I believe it or not, this sounds crazy coming from me. But what this has already done for our game, I'm very okay with nothing happening to the Red Sox. If in fact they didn't cheat. If they cheated, of course something has to happen. Yeah, and I agree. Similar similar repercussions. I've been saying but, that for weeks. But if nothing if they didn't, I'm very okay with it because this has already really hurt the hearts of a lot of people. Uh Murray asks Let's be honest, we gotta just get back to baseball. Like yeah, I'm not saying sweep if, if there is something to be found with this red sock thing, don't sweep it under the rug. But if there isn't, yeah. let's just get back to baseball, please. Yeah. Murray asks, over the course of a 20-year career, would you rather have batted 300 and have zero home runs or 300-plus wins with zero strikeouts? Bro, That's I think I'm – I know I usually take the position player side of these type of answers. Yeah, I agree. I would take the, I'd take the other one. I think I'm going with the 300 wins with zero strikeouts because I want people to look back at my career and be like, how did he do that? Yeah. <laughs> 300 wins without a single strikeout? A lot of good defense. A lot apparently. of batted balls, man. What a, yeah. What done? And lastly, yeah, I'm taking that one too. Lastly, Eric asks, what are the gas prices looking like where y'all are at? Well, I'm a proud member of no free ads. I'm a proud member of a particular wholesale yeah. warehouse that uh Shmashmo. provides yes provides very very reasonable <laughs> gas prices and i think last i checked it was like 215 yeah which for out here what? is really good i don't know how it is out there that's crazy is that what? good or bad that's so good what do you got 215 wow well uh I just got a new car, so I the last car I had required premium gas, which was like around three forty a gallon. It was disgusting. Oh. It cost like seventy five dollars to fill that up. Yikes! So that's gone. New car is just regular gas. I filled that up today, and it was at two ninety nine. That's not bad. Still not still not cheap. Could not be great. worse. Could be a lot worse. Could, could be worse. Either way, I'm glad to move on from those premium gas prices. Speaking of moving on, hopefully this will be the last Astros-focused podcast episode. Yeah, we because... promise. Well, I think we got games starting this weekend. so Yeah, like... That's just... We'll be able to pick apart the one plate appearance from big players. Yeah, really, really break <laughs> that down for you, give you the yeah. inside scoop. Yeah. All 12 uh, from our yeah. starters. Yeah. <laughs> well, that will do it, Nate. You got anything else? That's it for me. Glad baseball's back, even though it's, it's a little stinky right now. Be happy that our game's back. I'm happy our game's back. Likewise. Rating reviews, stars? 
Very easy. Tied Very in easy. somehow. I I hope you give us just five stars and you comment piece of metal. Just it's just a piece of metal. Your five stars are just a piece of metal. Piece of metal. Hashtag Fire Manfred. Yeah. It's very simple. It's easy. Short, sweet, to the point. New, new commish. Get to the shop. Get that new commissioner shirt. Perfect. Yo. It looks like a baseball where it says we need a new commissioner. So I don't I don't see why you don't have that already. I've got it. Murray, Kyle's got it. Murray's got it. Murray's got it. Shout out Murray. Do Murray sends Always in those screenshots of what that's another thing I love when people do. So screenshots of swag. If you're listening to this, yes, screenshot when you're listening. I even had a couple people like way back send me screenshots of like where they were listening to it. Yeah, love that. They just gave me like a. Unless you're like dropping a deuce or something. Yeah, I don't need that. Yeah, I mean I'm like up in the air on that. I could go either way on that. No pictures. Yeah, no pictures. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I'm all about that. So. Send in some uh, tag us in your your IG stories where you're listening to it, when you're listening to it. Grab that merch, Nate. Truth. That'll do it for this one. If uh, if you're getting the signs and you know it's coming, it's cool. But other than that, don't go chasing curveballs. We love y'all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. Tell me you don't see it. You look. You understand?